0: Additional terms and conditions apply. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most. We are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all, for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be
1: heard, for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you.
0: We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in Parenting.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm here with Michelle, and today we're going to talk about all different kinds of tantrums.
0: Hi, Gemma, my favorite tantrums. Oh my
1: gosh, I've learned to love them.
0: I know they're a hard thing to love, though. They are hard. They really are a hard thing to love. Makes me want to have
1: a tantrum.
0: I know, right? The tantrum makes the mom and dad have the tantrum.
1: Seriously.
0: Yeah, it's I think that's a tantrum. big part of it. Yeah, right. Like you, it's like you see your kids having all these feelings, and you're like, No, stop. Stop. You have to stop emoting like that. It's too much for me. And then it like takes you to a really bad place. I know it did for me for a long time. Still does if they're really bad. Um, But I've learned to realize that tantrums are a good thing. I know we I like push for them if I feel it coming mm-hmm. or if
1: anybody says no to me. I'm like, let's get it out right now.
0: Yeah, you need a tantrum. <laughs> oh, going to set limit here. Going to set limit mm-hmm. over there. Going to say no to this. Not in a mean way, but just like, no, I'm sorry, we can't have another cookie tonight. Just as a way to like say, okay, let's get the tantrum out. I think a good way to explain it is that our kids get these stored hurts and upsets that kind of dig into their psyche and they don't always find time to process them. And so, and if... Special time does not necessarily worked for that day or that week or whatever, or play isn't really working. Sometimes the tantrum is the only outlet that they really that's really going to work for those deep hurts. And sometimes it's old fear and we might not even know what it is. But if we let our kids tantrum with an empathic listener, then they're able to get through that stuff, get it out of their system and kind of cleanse their psyche so that they feel better. And I think that's the big thing. The biggest thing I noticed when I first started doing this was how much better my kids were afterwards. Yeah. I was yeah. yeah. They're like they're like little angels. They're like mommy, I mean I remember Pia, she wouldn't let go of my leg for a whole day just looking at me. Thank you, mommy. I love you, mommy. (laughs) Kiss you mommy. Hug you, mommy. Well, the poor kid had no empathy in her whole life until the, that first yeah. week. And she was so endeared to me and loving and attached and would do she would do anything I asked her to do after these tantrums. She was like the most compliant child. And that's when I thought, wow, this stuff really works. Like if you really sit through the tantrum and I know a lot of people are like, oh, I empathize. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. How, you're fine. It's OK. You're cool. You're doing great. But I'm like, no, you have to actually sit. And say, I'm here. I'm not going to leave you when you're upset. And it might be 45 minutes. It could be an hour. It could be a long time for those big, huge ones where they haven't had one before. But the results are tremendous. If you can get through it, it's like, oh, my gosh, you've gone through. You've gone to war. You've gone really to battle. It's brutal. It's so
1: draining to be the listener through it. (laughs) And remember, I can't remember what episode, but I called myself the master of distraction because I could ward off a tantrum so fast like i could stop it before one tear fell because i would see it coming and be like nope look caleb let's go do this and it would work Mm -hmm. and then they would come out later so once i learned to embrace them now i'm like this is so powerful to have like if i see he's having a bad day we have somewhere to go i force the tantrum out before we leave so that we'll be more connected and he'll do better wherever we are if that makes Mm. sense
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. It's like getting your kid, I like to call it re-regulated. It's like, oh, you're like resetting almost. You're getting it all out and they're feeling better and then you can move through and have a much better day. Mm -hmm. And I think we spend a lot of our time like, no, 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 don't have the tantrum. Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't, I can't. But if we just sit and move through it with them, it really does help everybody feel more connected and it's tantrums are connective. Yeah. Right? It's the, it's the, actually, it's not necessarily the tantrum, it's the empathy. It's listening through the tantrum that becomes the connection piece. Um, and so, we're always trying to find different ways to connect, you know, special time and playing and, and just being with our kids. Um, and this is another way really to, to form deep connection is to say, I'm here with you while you're having the worst time that you can possibly have. I'm not going to leave you because I know this is hard. Mm-hmm. And letting our kids know too, I think in these moments that your big scary feelings don't scare me. I'm right. not scared of them. They're okay. They don't scare me because you're okay and I'm okay. We're going to get through this and ugly feelings happen. They're normal. When I started, I would always say, it's okay. You're
1: okay. We're okay. And... Mm -hmm. It was really hard for me to break that habit and be like, stop, (laughs) like don't say it's okay. It's not okay. Like they're having a feeling and Mm -hmm. it's almost like I was consoling myself. (laughs) Everybody's fine. Nothing (laughs) happening here. (laughs) No one dying,
0: even though
1: I am. But now I really try to never say, I mean, I can't say never because I do slip up all the time, but I try to say other stuff. Like, I know it's hard. I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. And we just work through it together. But. I I think that's huge to not say it's okay and brush them off. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a brush off to like if they fall and you're like, it's okay. You're fine. You're a big boy. Now I'm like, oh man, we say baby down when anybody falls and then... So cute. Yeah, they either like start laughing or they cry really hard. (laughs) We're there for either.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to acknowledge that icky feelings, icky, yucky feelings happen, Mm -hmm. that they're, they're normal and that we're not scared of them and that We're all going to make it through. And that's part of resiliency too, where it's like, we're saying to them, I know you, I say to Pia used to say all the time, I hate tantrums. I hate going through this. I don't like it. It makes me feel yucky. And I say, I know you can do it. You're doing this a great job for your body. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what you should be doing. I'm going to be here with you and you're going to make it Pia. You are going to make it through this. I'm going to be here because it's hard. You know, A lot of kids are scared of their own feelings.
1: And then they grow up to be adults that can't deal
0: with their feelings either, and
1: are scared to emote in front of anybody.
0: Yeah, and I especially think—not especially, but I do think that boys, yes. um, in our society, are given less opportunities to emote. And boys don't
1: cry, quote unquote. Yeah,
0: boys yeah. don't cry. And then we you know my generation of men—they're not very in—you know—in touch with their feelings, and certainly I even not think my,
1: my generation isn't really.
0: Well, I mean, we we're the same generation, right? Okay, I have no, no idea. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I don't know, but I feel like even your generation mine. too. I'm just kidding. Um, and but in my dad's generation, like they they're supposed to be stoic and strong yes. and don't don't show us your feelings and you have to be all these things and women are allowed to you know be insane and and. Mm-hmm. And have all these emotions and all these feelings and given lots of space for that. And boys really aren't. So I think it's really important to allow our boys to really emote and be sad and cry and have all the same emotions as as women or as little girls. And um, I read a study once that said that the male gender is actually more sensitive than the
1: I've read this too. Jen. And I
0: thought it was really interesting because they've been so short sighted. I mean, they've been so like. Blindsided with the ideas that they're not supposed to emote. They're not supposed to have these feelings and it's just not the case. So I just, as a side note, like really encouraging our boys to have their their emotions and feelings, especially in tantrums and letting them get really mad and letting them get really upset and letting them really go forward. And I think the other thing too is that a lot of parents will say to me, I stay with my kid, but it makes them more angry. And um, I know that's really hard, but that's actually good.
1: They're just like more open
0: now. They're like, oh, you're here. Let me really give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're paying attention. Let me show you what's inside, right? This is not good. And I'm, thank goodness you're here. And then the parents will say, well, no, I can't do that. It's, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like I'm making them more upset. We're not making them more upset we're allowing them to have their upset by being an empathic listener. And I think that's a really good point for people because people get really stuck there. And I know Pia said to me last um, summer, we had this huge tantrum when we were in Oregon and she, um, she said, you have to get out of here. You're always making it worse. You're making it so much worse. And I said, I know Pia, I'm going to It's actually in the long run going to make it better. I'm going to stay with you. I don't want you to be upset alone. I would never leave you alone when you're so upset. And she, I mean, was not having it through this huge tantrum. We'd been on vacation for like four weeks and tons of family and friends and everything. And she just had enough. And she came all the way through and she goes, thanks for not leaving me, mom. Oh, so
1: sweet.
0: Yeah, but she really did tell me, get out, leave. You're making it worse. I I don't want every
1: time. Leave me alone. Throw you in the ocean. Get away from me. (laughs) Nope. I'm a rock. I'm not moving.
0: (laughs) And a lot of times they'll try to hit you or kick you. Oh, yeah. Jonah's biting again right now. Oh. So I try to back up. When that happens, I try to back off, just back up a little bit, keep myself safe. Sometimes I'll say, I'm going to put this pillow here to keep us safe and make sure that I'm not getting hurt and that they're not getting hurt. But other than that, like, I've let Pia, like, tear up paper I've let Esme like throw her pillow I've let them like and I've also said like here take the pillow let's throw it in the bed like Mm -hmm. you know and had them really try to get their anger out
1: Michelle when I was little this is so weird that I just thought of this so I used to want to open a business where you could like I don't know, like a JJ jump or something where you could like go and pay for an hour and there would be like dishes, whatever you wanted. And you could just like throw stuff like to get your rage out. And then I was always like, why are you such a psycho? Like I would talk to myself in my head, like, why are you angry? Why do you want to throw plates? But I never had Mm -hmm. anywhere to get that stuff out.
0: And just imagine if you did. Yeah how good you'd feel yes. and how much better you would have felt. And then you wouldn't have thought you were psycho. I think that's is precisely it. You're so smart. Like kids think that their feelings are wrong yes, or that they're alone. Yeah. And that they don't count. So when we come with empathy in during those tantrums, then um, we give them the idea that it's okay. And that we're there for them. I want to talk a little bit about public tantrums. Oh my gosh. Which I was are the
1: just worst. Gonna say, my in laws were over today, which isn't fully public, but a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's just been like birthday. I, it's my birthday. And then two days later it's Jonah's birthday and we went to Disney on ice. We just did like all this birthday stuff within one tiny little week. And so the boys are like at their wits end. My in laws were the last people to celebrate birthdays with and I kind of prepped them. I was like, we're really overwhelmed. There's been a lot of gifts, a lot of sharing and so Um, Right when they were leaving, the boys were fighting over a truck. They both wanted the same truck and Caleb didn't want to share it. And I was like, sorry, Joe, it's KK's. Like KK wants to play with it right now. And I Mm -hmm. could tell they were like wanting me to make Caleb share it. But (laughs) obviously Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to. And so then Joe erupted. And I think I did it with Grace, but I just had to kick him out. Because I was like, I got to deal with this like on my own. I can't do this in front of people right now. Fair I, enough. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I should do it in front of them, but I just after the week we had, we it's need to do too it hard. Day. Yeah. yeah
0: public is really hard. I'd say a lot of times when they were little, I would just give in in public because I didn't want to have the tantrum. They're like, I want the snow cone. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You've never had a snow cone. You really
1: don't want them to. Yeah.
0: But I did do that. And I don't think there's any shame in that. If you want to avoid the tantrum and you want to give in, so be it. If you want to have the public tantrum, I say screw all those other people and just be empathic. Be there with your child. Be as connected as you can. And you have choices, though. You can uh, – Pia also – poor Pia. I didn't realize how many tantrums. Oh, my God. My <laughs> Lord. And Esme's <as laughs> the one with all the behavior stuff. I, think, I guess that's the, the duality of it all. Okay. So she, she had a tantrum in the, the middle of um the Grove, which is this outdoor mall. Mm-hmm. And I had to pick her up and put her in the car. And we sat in the back of the car for an hour in the parking lot oh my having a tantrum because I just, she was like kicking me and hitting me and spitting on me. Mm-hmm. And she tried to run in front of the trolley. And so I just scooped her up and we went in the car and we literally sat in there for 45 minutes, an hour and she tantrumed and then we drove home. But yes. you know, I so I know good. she, it was one of the first ones she ever had. Oh yeah. So she was little. She was really little. She was three or four, four, probably four And um, she wanted to ride the escalator for the fifth time. And I had to say no because we had to leave and she lost it. And I think that's it too. Like you think they're tantruming about the escalator. But once you get into the tantrum, you realize it's something old and it's something big and it's something different. And we might not ever know what it's about. And it doesn't really matter as long as we're coming with empathy. We're telling them your feelings are okay to have.
1: Yes, I think that's big. That was hard for me to just like go Dan and I would sit and talk about it forever like what was that where did that come from how can we prevent that next time but now I'm just like whatever
0: it's it is what it is yeah, yeah it's just a feeling cool. I don't think they know yeah most of the time Esme's just now getting to it like she'll tantrum or you know big girl tantrums are insane by the way if you have a teenager okay. or an adolescent it's like mean just mean it's a slot sl- <laughs> of mean and then, you know, like she was mean. You're so dumb. I can't believe you're in here. What What are you wearing? Your breath smells. Like yeah. it's that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, my, my breath? Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, and then it's all, then it's like, I'm worried about applying to high school. I'm so nervous about the ISEE test. This is so hard. They expect so much of me, mom, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, you know, 10 minutes of her insulting me. And then to that. And so I'm like, okay, now I That makes sense to me. Little ones sometimes do that and sometimes they just, they never get there.
1: Yeah. I feel like Caleb, when we, um, I've talked about his sleep a lot, but when we finally were like, you have to sleep in your own bed, that's when he had like hour long (laughs) tantrums at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, Dan, you got to do it. I'm nursing a baby. You have to sit there. But he got so much out in the middle of the night that I think most people back down from because you're like, I'm tired and I want to do this right now. But we hung in and it took two weeks after he was such an angel, but that was just his preference to do it at night.
0: (laughs) Well, he was using you as the pacifier, right? Sleeping with you was keeping his feelings down. So once he didn't have you there as the pacifier, so to speak, then he started to emote, right? Well, we should have a whole sleep one because there's a lot of that. And the binky one and a oh blanky gosh. one. We had a blanky thing like that. It got a lot of feelings out. But yeah, yeah. there's a lot. I know we've like talked
1: around it, but if you want to get a tantrum
0: out, the best
1: way is to pretty much say no mm-hmm. until they finally get it out. And then during the tantrum or like if there's a slow in the tantrum, you know, if they stop crying for a little bit, I always bring up the trigger like if it was the blue plate I'm like I'm sorry you couldn't have the blue plate today and if Caleb or Jonah cry then I'm like we got
0: more we're still going
1: and if they don't and they're like it's okay I'll have the yellow plate then I'm like
0: we made it (laughs) yeah that's right because a, a kid who is not having the tantrum who is not upset this is what I say to people who are confused by the idea that they don't want to make it worse, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be making it worse for a kid that's doing okay. You're only right. making it quote unquote worse because your kid's dysregulated. So, and you're not even making it worse. You're just making it come out because of your warm, loving, caring presence is telling them like, oh, I can, I can have my feelings. My, my parents are going to be there for me. So that's really all you're doing. But, um, you know, it's just the idea that you're there and then they're going to be able to have the feelings because you're there.
1: Right. I always equate it in my mind to like when you break up with somebody and Mm -hmm. when at first you can't even like look at their face or you like start sobbing, but then you start to realize you're over it. Like once you can look at them and you're like, oh, they look Mm -hmm. happy, like good for them. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, it's just like, yeah.
0: And limits and saying no to kids who are doing well usually goes over pretty well. It's yeah. only the kids that aren't doing well that can't hear the no or can't hear take the limit. And so we know then, too, like, oh, if they can't take the limit or if they can't take the no, there's something happening and we got to take care of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
0: that's right. Any last tantrums. things, Gemma? No, I think that's yeah.
1: good. Check out our Patreon. And we would love for you to be more involved with us. And we're going to put up little blurbs, like little extras every week of just Michelle yeah. and I. And you can send us requests what you want to hear.
0: Yeah, a, definitely. A and um, join our private Facebook group. Yes. It's a really lovely group um, on Instagram, both of us, Gemma Arda and Peace and Parenting. And if you want to move through this connective parenting quicker and get all your questions answered, I'd say hire me or hire somebody and. That will start you on your path and really get this stuff cemented because it's hard to do on your own I mean you can do it you totally can it's just a lot if you yeah. can if you have the time to do it with a coach it's really beneficial
1: I mean it would honestly take less time with a coach than all the research for every little question <laughs> oh no kidding I've done it all
0: done, yeah done oh, both yeah. ways
1: <laughs> yeah. I unsuccessfully
0: uh, tried to do it before you <laughs> I know it's hard it's a lot it's a lot to like internalize it really is okay
1: Gemma thank you we'll be back next week don't forget to rate subscribe and reveal